and welcome to the weekly walk through H-Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. I'm Rusty Witcher, joined by Susan Lamb. Hi, Susan. Good morning, Rusty. How are you? I'm good. I just got a thing on my phone that says, how high is your IQ? How high is your IQ? I thought you sent it to me. No, I didn't send that to you. N- that you had assessed my IQ. No, oh, I would say hi. You mean as in good morning? <laughs> <laughs> no, as in as oh. in it is it is up there. Your I, IQ is up there. I appreciate that. You're but, welcome. But I don't have any like reward how, for you. But how was your weekend? So busy, but yours was busier. I, I'm still trying to recover. And I, I owe you again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I cooked a lot of pulled pork for you, church. You did an amazing job, and thank you. People loved it, and we raised a nice amount of money for. Mennonite Disaster Service, which they could even be a guest someday. I think they should. I think they absolutely should. I would love that. We are going to be joined today with a pretty full full slate of events. Uh, Clay Stoffer is stopping by here in just a second to talk to Manica Mosey. Dr. Joel Garber is going to come talk about his Central Kansas Master Corral. So... We've got all kinds of things going on. And Clay, I think you're with us, aren't you? I am. I'm Hi, Clay. Scott here. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Great. Clay, you know, you wear a lot of hats, maybe. I think we can talk a little bit about all the hats you wear, um, which it's multiple. Not only are you the a physical education professor at Hessen College, but you're also the middle school soccer coach. I am, actually. I just took over the middle school soccer program this year, um, so that's just a new challenge for me. Okay. So, and yeah, you wear way too many hats and. Do you ever feel like you're spread thin? Because I'm really good at feeling like I'm spread thin. Absolutely. I feel like I'm definitely spread thin between being a professor, middle school soccer coach, and then also helping out with some athletic training at the college. Okay. Yeah. You're, yeah you're, he's a busy man, Susan. I know. And I'm just so grateful that he's willing to work with middle schoolers on the soccer field. That That's has to right. be a lot of fun. That's probably your favorite part of the week. I do. I've really enjoyed it this year. It's been a lot of fun working with the kids and getting to know them and um, seeing them grow. Nice. Well, let's talk about the Manica Mosey and a little bit of a history. It's gone by many different names, hasn't it? It has gone by a lot of different <laughs> names. Uh, the race is named after whoever is the sitting president at the time at Heston College um, for the race. So it's been the Miniger Mile. It's been the Swartz and Druber Sprint. It's been the Weeby Wobble. It's been the Howard Hustle. It's been the Benjamin Bolt. And it is now the Monica Mosey. I, I like it. I like that. I, I, I mean, those are great. Those are great. And um, – Distance-wise, two, roughly two miles? It's roughly two miles, okay. yep. Uh, we decided on two miles. Uh, they've drawn a lot of different things over the years, but for the college students, kind of for people that are, you know, it's really a recreational race to get people out and get involved. And so the two miles is kind of that perfect distance. Um, it's more than a mile, which is too short, and it's it's a little shorter than that 3.1, which is your typical 5K. So right. it seems to be a great distance for people and the college kids. Uh like that distance it seems to work well and not only people just need to know that it's not just a, a run it's a walk jog or a sprint absolutely it's it's whatever your abilities are so we have people of all ages um from very very young uh you know five or six to up to we've had in the early 80s even well, that uh, people question. getting in, getting involved in that so all ages come out um people come out they can walk together as a group um, they can jog. They can just have a great social atmosphere. Oh, that's that's cool. Um, now let's get to an urban legend. There's an urban legend about this, and it's actually I think there's actually truth to it. But it's I think it's true that people have actually gotten lost in the arboretum, not because of the route, but because they were so enamored by the arb they stayed and explored. 
That is actually true. <laughs> that has actually happened before in the race. People have had so much fun um, just enjoying the Arboretum that they actually forgot that they were in a race and, and they probably needed to finish it. So, so yeah, did you have to happened. send people out? Because you can't close down a race until I, you've accounted you know, for this everyone. Happened, this happened just before my time, and they did. They actually had to send someone out and say, where are these missing people at um, on the course? Hmm. But it's a true story. It is. I like how it becomes an urban legend. I mean, I know that most of us are familiar with that term, but right. when you're saying urban and it occurred in Heston. Suburban legend? Suburban legend. I like that. Suburban legend. We're coining a new phrase. Or rural legend, which is almost <laughs> as hard to say as soybeans, which is a whole nother week of topics. Um, Clay, what kind of age divisions are there and, and there, maybe talk a little bit about the prizes and I think absolutely and stuff. yeah it's, being a family atmosphere uh, we give prizes out to the top three overall um, in the race as well as uh, top three in each age bracket um, oh, uh, age groups will be um, uh, age nine under ten is the first age bracket and then eleven to seven seven eleven to sixteen okay. seventeen to twenty and then twenty one to twenty nine thirty to thirty nine and then all the way up to sixty to sixty nine does Keisha have an opinion about this I don't know I've never been asked that question before <laughs> I'm Ooh. sorry Ooh. that wasn't Ooh. a part of the Ooh. script yeah, that's but okay. Well, sometimes um, a student who is currently involved in a sport can't participate right. in, um, you know, a run. Typically, like typically, yeah. So typically the cross-country teams of, of Keisha wouldn't be able to do it. So okay. that would be the only group. If it's outside their actual sport, Right. and my understanding is that they could participate in the event. Great. So what I would say is when we talked last week about how well-conditioned our um, Heston High football team is, then our Heston High basketball guys and girls probably want to do this event because it's just another way to get in great shape it's another way to get great shape it's a great way and get involved in the community and there's a lot of a lot of fun prizes we talked about the prize just for finishing your top three in your age brackets uh but we also have over 30 to 40 random prizes just for participating we do a random prize draw for those that participate in the event and those can range from you know a gift certificate to true value till you know Ten dollars worth of quarters from one of the local banks to a variety of different prizes, and those quarters are hot commodity items for the college kids. That's laundry money. There you go. That's and when you said top in your age group, I'm in one of those categories where there probably wouldn't even be two other people. So I the might forty-five to fifty category. Oh right. <laughs> Thanks, Rusty. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying for some points here. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> no. That's that was really smart, Rusty. For sure. <laughs> I try. I try. Um, you kind of hinted about the oldest to take part and you know you've had some five and six year olds and over 80 mm -hmm. um okay so that kind of answered the question but now this doesn't this isn't just a standalone race though it's it really has connotations real world ap applications for your rec leadership class and maybe you can talk a little bit about how this serves as a factor in the mosey with the planning and everything and it's such a really cool thing because you have all these kids in this class who are getting real world experience of putting this on it's just not your show absolutely it's a great opportunity um we have students of a variety of different majors sports management um, physical education undecided it's one of our integration classes at heston college um, so it gives a, a wide variety of majors can take that course. One year we had 10 different majors that were actually in that class. 
Um, so they get an opportunity to get involved in all aspects of the race, mm -hmm. from race promotion um, to going out and visiting local businesses to ask about prizes, to setting up the course, to, to calling you know local EMS and, and police and other people that have set up on race day. Um, they just get that full experience. They get to see how uh, graphic design works with the t-shirt design. They get to see you know, how much is the cost for the chip timing system and, and all those aspects that go with it. So they get a great hands-on experience. They get involved in all aspects of the race. They're there on race day. Um, they're making sure that everybody's there. They're on the course. They're cheering them on. And then they're there for the prizes after also. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's really neat because you, that's the whole behind-the-scenes thing that people don't understand what goes on to an event like this. Right. And, and there's a lot that goes on to the, uh, the event. I know that I've been out there many times either helping traffic or with signs to uh, cheer people on that may have been made as we that morning. My Encouraging. Father. Yeah, yeah. People Encouraging. Encouraging, right. yeah. Well, here's the thing that just now kind of occurred to me. Heston is a runner's destination. Because you have this, Monica Mosey, you have the um, spring race at the Arboretum. That's right. Which, mm -hmm. A leprechaun yeah, chase. I, I, yep. Yes, I almost called it the wrong name, but it's leprechaun <laughs> chase. Yes. I think we used to call it a run, and then someone got involved. Um, and, and then we have um, Emma Creek Classic. For mm -hmm. a town this size to have three runs, I know that we have a lot of listeners across America right now that probably need to make plans to get a hotel yeah, room in absolutely. our community and join us for this race. So people get with it. Yeah. Get fit, get out there. That's a clay. How can they contact you for more information? I mean, you've got this. Absolutely. Is, this is happening. The this 24th, 24th at 11 AM on Heston college's campus. Uh, we have online registrations right now. Um, Heston .edu, Heston.edu backslash two mile. Um, we'll get you there or even just finding our homecoming page. You can click right on the link. Um, and register online. Uh, registration's still uh, $25 yet this week. Um, and then on Friday, it goes up to 30 okay. um, after that. But great opportunity. They can sign up online. Uh, when they show up on race day, they can pick up their race packet, their number, their T-shirt. Um, we're going with kind of a vintage 70s look uh, this year because the 30th annual um, Monica Mosey. We've been doing it for 30 years now. Wow, it's um, really been 30 years. It's been 30 years. Wow, I so, didn't know that. It's been going for a very long time. So it's a kind of exciting piece, and then they can come out and uh, have a great time. Could people just buy the t shirt? Well, that's a possibility after the race. We'll see. Okay. Uh, but yeah, just getting up, signing up, getting involved. Um, absolutely. All right. Sounds awesome. That this is really neat. It's it really is a very neat event. It's a treat to watch. I've had people start the Mosey and longtime friends stop and say hi. And as they're as they're moseying off, so it's really neat to see that integration between the community. Yeah, it's, it's a great family atmosphere. A lot of times we'll have games on the sides. If someone finishes early or they're a fast runner, while they're waiting for everybody else to finish walking, um, those aspects are there. Uh, President Joe will be out there. He he's starting the race. He's always there to shake hands as they cross the finish line. Um, so it's just a, a great event great so much going on always always now clay before you leave i okay we may or may not reveal but do you want to try to guess what's in the bag slash sack slash it looks bad today it's okay <laughs> the it, looks bag. A, it looks a little rough i'll i'll try to guess okay oh i like this technique yeah trying to figure it out i'm gonna guess uh, a candy bar a candy bar is incorrect. Oh. Well, it we'll was get a good, back to I you. tried. It was we'll, a good effort. We'll, I'll we'll text have you. Dr. Garber um, guess also 
You're going to text him? I'll text, I'll text you with what, text what's me with what it is. It's but Clay, you, of course, you'll be listening to the podcast, Absolutely. and the answer will be on the podcast, too. Excellent. And hey, here's a quick heads up. Well, middle school soccer at home tonight. Middle school soccer at home tonight, 430 versus the Wichita Angels. Okay, perfect. We hope that goes well, Clay. And thank you for working and living and um, worshiping and just enjoying our town with us. Absolutely. It's been, it's been great. It's and awesome. Clay and I can both say, go Big Red, right? Go Big Red, okay. yes. We're yes, both we Husker fans. Yes. It's, been, it's been a rough It's been, been a, rough been a long week. Yes. I, I am long, aware that it has been a long week, week but I do care. Uh, but Boomer. Oh. Ooh, this just escalated. All right. Well, this got really intense fast. I guess I can mute Susan's mic right now. Okay. <laughs> hey, Clay, thank you for stopping by. And, and again, talk to Clay. Get online. Register for the Mosey. Absolutely. If you have any other questions, you can contact me by email also, uh, ClaySS at Heston.edu. And my office number is uh, 620-327-8260. All right. So get involved. Sign up for the Mosey. And we'll see you out there on Main Street here in a couple weeks. Absolutely. Thanks, Clay. Take Appreciate care, it. Clay. Good Thank to you guys. see you. Have a great day. Yay, Clay. Dude, I love our applause button. I love our funk button. We have a lot of fun. And, oh, Susan's going to get sitting. Well, on. I don't want to use a weird farewell for Clay <laughs> because I don't want to hurt his feelings. But <laughs> I, I, I'm not entirely sure that was what we, we needed there. Well, I, I'm I've sure. been begging to use these that's, little... That's a little hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Clay. <laughs> All right. We're Thanks, going to try to get the one of Marilyn Monroe singing Happy Birthday, we, we are? Mr. President. So next time you're on, we'll have I, that. I but you'll have to be on on your birthday. Okay. All right. All right. Good enough. See you, Clay. Right. All right. Thanks, Clay. Thank so uh, another, I mean, what what a neat, a neat event going on at the college, the Manica Mosey. A really neat treat. And all, if if you get in, email us at hestonpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe I'll even make you a sign. That would be... Like, maybe you need to limit how many signs you'll make, but I think maybe. it'd be... I said maybe. It'd be a fun treat for you to make people uh, sign. We Dr. Garber. Dr. Joel Garber is going to join us here in just a second, and he's going to talk. The Central Kansas Master Corral. We're going to try and stay away from fishing talk, right? Because our fishing adventures are not... Ex- they're adventures. Let's be real. We'll leave those to your columns. Okay, thank you. Thank you. So Joel Garber's joining us, and Susan's looking like, will you tell a fishing story, please? I can see I that just thought eyes. it would be somewhat about fishing, but if you don't... Okay. Wanna, I can't make you talk about fishing. I'm okay, not. well, I will tell one quick fishing story. Um, and this is a typical, typical trip of Joel and myself and his older brother, Giles. I caught a rock, and that wasn't the weirdest thing that happened that day. It wasn't. I, I caught a rock. I told you, like, last week that I did had only ne- – well, I've never been fishing. I might have won that trip to Melbourne or wherever. I haven't heard yet. But I do know that you use a hook to catch a fish, and you're telling me you caught a rock with I a hook? I caught a rock with a hook. Joel, is this true? This is true. Very, very yeah. true. Now, we had to throw the rock back because I don't know the length limit on rocks. Yeah, what's right. a keeper rock and what is a throwback rock? But we threw that away. That is just a little bit typical, and that wasn't the weirdest thing that happened that day. So how did it get stranger things? Well, um, the older Garber brother, Giles, Giles was very, very proud of his $150 fishing rod that, Expensive. He, managed, that he managed to throw in the lake. And stand in awe. And stand in awe of him throwing it in the lake. It's one of those memories that you think, when you think about it, it's all in slow time, mm-hmm. slow motion. Mm-hmm. I see this very expensive brand new rod fly out of his hands 
and he just stands there like, what on earth just happened? Right. And and I'm looking back at him, and I'm looking. I'm like, what are you doing? And luckily, I had already reeled my rod in, and I used the end of my rod and the lure to catch on to the line and and get my hand in the water to save this rod. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, this is just typical. many things that happened on that day from that, faded lures that yes. we gave him to catch a fish as a joke to catching a fish that almost got caught in the troll, almost got caught on the motor mm-hmm. to to finally after losing this and catching it 45 minutes later well, let's explain that one real quick there was a sun bleached lure okay. that i had given to his older brother to as hey try this just because why not it was a different color sure he it, something hit it and broke it off okay so we didn't know where it was 45 minutes later, he catches a fish with that same lure in its mouth. We cut the line. The line of that lure coming wow. back in. It's the straight. That's that's typical. Was this on the same day as the rock? Yep. It was on no. the same day yeah, as the was, rock. Yeah. Like I said, catching a rock was hmm. the... Was it a full moon? Uh, I don't know. It might I don't have know, been. but the whole thing started with the, the boat ramp. You never know what you're going to see at the boat ramp. It's very true. When we get there, and by the time we caught the fish on the lure that was faded and we'd given guiles to do it uh we said it's time decided, to go home let's go home before something else happens yeah. there I'm, might be a random clear day lightning strike i feel pretty lucky to both that you're both here and <laughs> safe and healthy but that is not why we are here to talk to you dr garber he's here to talk about his central kansas master corral and joel how did this corral come about so i moved back to the area in 2018 mm-hmm. um my my favorite word for it is cottywomple which is the destination for an unknown future or in pursuit of an unknown destination. Didn't know that word. Uh, and so that's sort of described my life the last couple of years, moving back to Heston um, as a career B, changing from teaching higher ed and teaching music to becoming an IT person at for Excel Industries. Um, but growing up in the area, I've always realized that there's there's plenty of opportunity for people to get out and sing in what I call, and excuse the, the Oklahoma uh, description, but y'all come sing, where like you it. just show up I and like sing. It. I mean, Bethel mm-hmm. College does a Messiah sing every year. Tabor's doing one. Um, Kansas Mennonite Men's Chorus is always accepting uh, people to sing, and Newton Corral. But of all of these, we don't have really any opportunity for chorus members that want to take it to the next level. I remember you sharing that vision when we talked about this several years ago, that it would be more of an audition. Is that a word I should be using? Yeah. Up to this point, it's actually been invitation only. Okay. Okay. Uh, But my number in my head has been 40 singers, Mm -hmm. and we hit that going into this season. That's awesome. So now it's it's forcing me to rethink how we select singers going on. And I think as spots open up, we're going to have auditions for those parts. I think that's very logical because we have other mm-hmm. y'all come sing opportunities. That's true. What kind of commitment are there for each singer? Are you are you sign up and you do this for the, the season? We sign up for the season. Okay. Yeah, so I, I sent out probably 50 invitations here in July for the entire season. I had the entire season planned, and I did bring a poster that we'll put up in the library for okay. 
people that want to come see it, and there are more posters all around. A very attractive poster, I might add. But Mm -hmm. uh, it's three concerts, and what makes us unique is they are what I call marathon concerts. So we meet for six rehearsals over two weeks, six two-and-a-half-hour rehearsals over two weeks, and then we do a concert. Bang. Okay. Wow. So this concert next Sunday at 3, we started just this last Friday night, and we rehearsed Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. We've got one tonight, and we'll meet Friday night and Saturday night. We'll have a dress rehearsal, and then Sunday afternoon is the concert. So and, go ahead. Sue. I heard the term marathon concert. The preparation is marathon. No, the actual like rehearsal schedule is a marathon. Okay, but the the concert won't be a marathon. The concert will not okay. be a marathon. Okay. I want to make a, certain that people. I'm understand. a strong believer in in hour twenty minutes max for a concert. Uh, because oh, perfect. people are busy, yeah. and, and we want people to get out and support the arts. And Yes, we do. And this particular concert on Sunday is a hymn festival, um, so everything that we're singing is relation to uh, a hymn or an anthem in some way, um, okay. and there's going to be opportunity for the audience to stand up and sing with us and, and sing some hymns that are are general and not necessarily denominationally based. Okay. Um, so they should be familiar to everybody great so how was the music for each performance selected i mean you know you kind of have some theme here going on we, we we've talked a little bit about it. i mean basically sunday creation that's kind of the theme right that's right okay. um i'm already thinking about next year okay i, oh, I have a suggestion that's awesome yeah we'll go get ahead to that. We'll i get love to, that. to think ahead. okay so you know the nature of being a, a choral educator, and uh, you're never not recruiting, mm-hmm. and you're never not thinking about rep, repertoire going on. And so I'm already thinking about next year's concert, and I I have spreadsheet uh, that's got multiple tabs, and each tab is a different concert, and I throw in, you know, key signatures and and if there are instrumentalists with those pieces and, and do we own them or does Heston College or Bethel College own them so that I can borrow them? Because, I mean, naturally, this is a nonprofit um, and we don't have a lot of funding to buy a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of our music will get donated to a library that we borrow a lot of music from. Um, but aside from that, it's always about concept, a theme, something that ties these pieces together and... Um, I felt like a hymn festival on creation was a, a really good sort of starting hymn festival for us. You know, I, I'll confess that when I heard that you were pursuing um, a terminal degree in, is it choral directing? Choral conducting. Choral yep. conducting. I thought, well, I just, how can that be a whole PhD program? But when you just start talking about that spreadsheet, and all of those little details, I was like, shame on you, Susan, that you didn't know that. But I know it because I am the one who edited his thesis. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. I edited his doctoral thesis. Okay, so now both of you are cooler than I thought. <laughs> that made me oh, cool. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So here I am at OU in Norman, and I'm writing a dissertation on actually a Bethel College uh, mm-hmm. faculty of 
50 plus years, Dr. Harold Moyer. Know him. He wrote a I, ton I of music Dr. for Moyer. the Mennonite community. He, he helped make our 1969 hymnal, mm-hmm. the brown hymnal that everybody still misses I at loved times. It. Um, and I wrote a piece on a uh, a less uh, lesser popular uh, book of the Bible, Job. Yeah, it's very dark. Um, and been, been in it, haven't we all? That's right. That's right. Anyway, um, in OU, it was customary you get an editor. You just get an editor. Mm-hmm. I turn and, and look at the editor. Yep. I look at uh, what's available around, and they're charging. Six dollars, seven dollars per page. Mm-hmm. That's Which actually keep typical. The, keeps the project short. That's right. Well, <laughs> but it's not supposed. Needless to, be to say, short. on a graduate budget, I didn't have you know six dollars times one hundred and fifty pages. Right. And so I thought, I am basically a brother from another mother. That's true. To Very a writer. True. Very true. Makes me happy to hear you guys talk this mm-hmm. way. And so. Yeah. Next thing I know, I was getting sections of. This ginormous work, and I was had a red pen. And I'd be printing it off and going through it and sending it back with the corrections. And hey, this is this needs to change, or we smoothed this out, and we got rid of a bunch of words here. And so, yeah. And and he called me and he said, "All right, so I'm not going to be able to do anything for the musical context, truth, but I can talk language." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's all I need you to do, truth, because you knew the music." That's right. So right here we. I think that the people that are listening to this should take seven things away, but the two that you weren't expecting to take away is if you need something edited, Rusty's available for pay, and if you need something organized in addition to a choral program for decades ahead, Joel can organize it um, because he's a concrete sequential thinker. Absolutely, I think I think that's great. Yeah, and, and we'll we'll set the right at seven dollars a page, and then that dollar page uh, commission for me goes to the corral. Oh, I like it. Well done. Well, and that, that leaves me the next question is, you know, Sunday's concert free, but you are accepting donations. Right. And so one of the things that I told the audience back in April um, was that I have two major goals. The other thing that I realized when I came to this area was that all of these organizations, Kansas Mennonite Men's Chorus, Newton Corral, they require some side of do from the singers. Now, most of that is going to offset the cost of the music, and it's going to mm-hmm. offset uh, a little bit for instrumentalists if we hire instrumentalists to come play during the concerts. Um, and I told myself, my singers shouldn't have to pay to sing in this group. It's a select ensemble. They get an invitation. Mm-hmm. I want it to be a deserving invitation of their musical talent and that they shouldn't have to pay to be in the group. And to take that a step further... Every audience member that's going to be there on Sunday is going to be a different place in their life. And you never know where those people are going to be. And I don't want to have to require the audience members to buy tickets. Mm -hmm. Logistically, that relieves us of so many things, not having to deal with tickets. Mm -hmm. But all of those things into account, you have to realize this takes work. Right. It takes preparation. It It does. It takes Hiring a guest organist, Christopher Shaw, who is the uh, the high school vocal music director in Goddard. Nice. He's the he's the primary organist at Plymouth Congregational in Wichita. Okay. Um, he's a Bethel grad. He's a great great musician. Um, and to get him to come, you know, there has to be a little bit of a an enticing uh, support some sort there. of honorary. Right. That's right. Right. Yeah. Right. So 
So I ask for donations. Mm -hmm. I will ask for donations. Um, You have a website? We have a website. Yep. It's www.centralkansasmasterchoral.com. Dot org. Yeah, I'm sorry. Centralkansasmasterchoral.org. Your middle brother would not be happy if... He would not be. And Since since I talked to him yesterday about your website. I am very, very uh, blessed to have a middle brother who's doing web development. And so he is solely responsible for all the work that we've done with the website over the summer. It launched in July, and there is a donation page uh, that's linked to a a PayPal account that you can donate online. Um, So for people that are coming to the concert that don't have cash in their wallet, you know, just hit the QR code on the program, and it'll take you right to the donation page. And did I understand that you do have your 501c3, or are you pursuing? So that's actually great. That's been a very big project for me um, because – when this group first started, I didn't want to lose control of it. It's something that's serious when it comes to 501c3s. It's called separation anxiety. Um, I wanted to make sure that that I had control of the group, but it, it came uh, in a realiza- realization to me that if I wanted to get grants from the Community Foundation, from the Central Kansas uh, Community Foundation, and the Women's Leadership Fund and all of those, that I would probably have to be a 501. So we are. We've formed a board. We've Great. filed articles. And we are in the middle of all the paperwork to finish that 501c3 application, which will go hopefully by October 1. I, I love hearing that because I believe in that process. But I also want to say I get letting go of control. Absolutely. That's I why the sack, that. the sack is sitting so close to her. She doesn't want to go what's in the sack. I've faced that challenge <laughs> more than once. But the but board, the doing board great things, consists though. of uh, select members of the ensemble sure. and some people from the community that I think are really going to help keep it focused and, and make sure that, that we're abiding by all the rules and and doing great. everything we need to do. It's so, going right. to just keep growing. Oh, absolutely. And you've got three you've got three events, three concerts through this your season, so to speak. Are you looking at adding or is that kind of like the number you thought about? That I think we're going to we're going to sit with that okay. for this season. Um, one of the things that I was planning when I started this was that we would do concerts during the lulls of the rest of the arts mm-hmm. performance season. Okay. And I understand that I didn't want to do Christmas, but then last year it ended up with COVID. We canceled our September concert, and I wanted to get back into it. And so I decided to go ahead and do a Lessons and Carols in December, and that went out, went off without a hitch and had lots of support. And and so I've decided to keep a, a December concert cl- close to Christmas. And uh, this week's concert is probably a little late. There's a lot of people busy this year. Um, this last weekend was was uh, Hutchison State Fair, and we've got Winfield Bluegrass Festival this next weekend. Yeah, and, it's, and it's busy. It's busy, and so you're trying to plug and play kind of with everything right. going on. But I just, I again want to encourage people to stay local, attend free events. Unfortunately, I will find myself in another location this weekend, but I think we need to support this. It's it's. A privilege to have this in our community. No, it very much is. And for those of you who 
want to hear a little bit of sample, there's some sample on the website. You can hear what these people do, and they can get after it. They can sing. I heard we, on Facebook this morning, too, a little. That's right. I posted a, a little update, a blurb from this last weekend's rehearsals of what you're going to hear uh, this coming weekend. And, yeah, uh, saw that. We do have SoundCloud on the website, so get on and, and listen to us from from our April concert. All right. Joel, where can people reach you for more information? Uh, the website has a contact us form at okay. the bottom of the first page. Um, and I also want to encourage everybody, if they want to know more about events coming up, just above the contact us form on the webpage, there's a uh, join the Friends of the Singers mailing list. Perfect. So throw your name and email address on there. You can and do that. And Perfect. we'll send you all the information of what's to come. Again, the website is centralkansasmasterchorale.org. That's right. Yeah. You want to give a quick guess? Yeah. Now we're going to go to the, this. This is our theme. We've started this theme, What's in the Sack? So Susan brings something, and it's in the sack, and it's leggings. So Susan got this. It, right. We're guessing what's in the sack. I'm trying to do my part. For those of you who are just listening instead of watching us live oh wait we're never on tv joel is really concentrating he is he is looking at the sack he is trying to burn a hole through it with his vision he's ready to guess i have no idea his guess is a candle it's a candle a candle okay i'm sorry joel you're wrong wait i haven't i haven't guessed yet rusty's getting no i haven't guessed everyone's guessed but me okay sorry i mean but you can't peek inside okay it's got some weight. Well, it's not meat rakes because I got those back. <laughs> I got those back to you. It's not leggings. I'm going to guess it is a. I don't know what it is. Um, it's going to be. It's going to be a. I don't know. I have no clue. I have no clue. Maybe it's a rock. Is this what you thought it was? It was not what I thought it was. It is sunscreen. <laughs> it's sunscreen, and I just think I can give a 30-second promo. We are heading into a time of year where we forget that you can still have a need for sunscreen, mm-hmm. and I had a little um, opportunity to learn about that yesterday at an appointment, and I, I found out that people who drive, commute, are more exposed through their car windows, mm-hmm. and the kind um, PA also told me that truck drivers are very vulnerable to skin cancers on the left side of their face. Okay. Who would have thought? Right. So I just wanted to give a plug. Okay, I know sunscreen. it's not sunscreen week, but I no, made but, it that. Hey, we we keep sunscreens. I think there's there was sunscreen in the boat. I think I need to up that. It might be a little bit dated, but we do have sunscreen in the boat when we fish. So fun fact about fishing, we usually try to put sunscreen on before we leave because we don't want the chemicals of that stuff on, on the hands. hands oh, of, cause sure. Because the fish can tell. Right. That you're... A careful person. <laughs> no, that, no. That, that they that those I don't humans know, pheromones or whatever they get off yeah. sure. chemicals. Gotcha. You know, it, I always made the joke: if you make me too mad, I'm going to spray your baits with off because it works and it will keep the fish from not biting. And that's why they call it fishing and not catching. Truth, I truth see. be told, truth okay. be told, right there. Truth wow, that's awesome. Well, Joel, thank you for stopping by. Thank you, Dr. This is Garber. Sunday at three o'clock yep. at the Heston Mennonite Church. It's across the street. You can park in my driveway for free. I'm not going to rent it out. I, you put, I think we could put one spot in there. So yeah, right Proud of a couple of Swather grads right here, Joel and Rusty. Right. Right. All right. Good work, USD 460. That's right. That's right. Well, again, stop by the website, centralkansasmasterchorale.org, 
and visit, become a friend, get on the mailing list, and come out and see a concert. Thanks, guys, for having Thanks me. For, Absolutely. We'll Thanks for coming back by, again. Joel. Yes, we have an applause button. Okay, now, I during all of this, I got yes. a text message which is completely un- completely unrelated to anything, but it's really cool, and I want to share it. Please do. Because I'm a little bit of a geek or a science nerd. Yes. And I subscribe to uh, Spot the Station. Okay, I'm not familiar with that. So at tonight at 919, if you go outside and you look to the southwest for two minutes at about a 46-degree angle, you will see the International Space Station. At 9.19. At 9.19 tonight, you will see the internet. It's only visible for two minutes tonight. I get a text message update when, when it's okay, visible. Okay, so everybody that's in Heston that would choose to go out, what direction should I you're look? You're going to look southwest, and it's going to disappear south-southwest. So it's going to be just a pretty much a quick little view of the station for two minutes. It looks like a plane or a star flying across, and it's kind of kind of integral. Yeah. Southwest would be look toward the college Right. Right. Along, okay. Yeah, southwest. Nine nineteen. Forty six degrees is the max height. So kind of, if you kind of guess, mm-hmm. you'll see it. And it's really cool. I've seen it. You go out there at nine eighteen and look at the sky, and all of a sudden there's a light that just appears, and right. it flies across the sky and then just disappears. And you can, I, I see this. You can go on YouTube and actually see what the the people in the space station are seeing. So yeah. Okay, Rusty. I'm gonna get up out of bed and do that. Okay. No, it's it's really cool. The International Space Station. Nice. Be visible. We're talking, yeah, we're talking about that because I get the spot the station text. So tonight at nine nineteen, if you go outside and look at the southwest, you'll see the space station for two minutes at a forty-five degree max height, and then it'll disappear. So very cool. Science geek right here a little bit sometimes. Hi, Science Jackie. matters. Hello. So Jackie came in to talk a little bit more about the Heston Public Library and what's going on. So yeah. lay it on us. So um, I would really like to give a lot of credit to Mr. John Waltner. We have a new art installation in the library. It is very, a very neat. Yes, it is a permanent installation. Um, it is called Open Your Mind. And Fitting, isn't it? I think it looks kind of like a neuron. I can see it from where I'm sitting. It's it's beautiful and it it moves a little bit when the AC kicks on. So it's a oh, it's wow. a kinetic sculpture. Oh wow. It's really amazing. And so it, it's done in sets of three. Um, but Mr. Waltner came in yesterday and terrified the daylights out of me up on a ladder. Um, the city guys came in and helped him out to get all the parts and pieces and I was wondering if I was gonna have to call Russ either for John or for myself. I didn't know. Um, but it's it's really beautiful. That's great. The only teacher ever threw chalk at me, John Walter. <laughs> he has a long history. John and Mary Jane have done a lot That's, for Heston. We're very mm-hmm, grateful for them. Mm-hmm, we are. We are. And, and it's it's really cool because I knew him in the context of him being mayor for a very long time and then my, that was go. me. Uh, and then in the context of you know working for the county and is a very analytical person. And then to see this really beautiful artistic side is just really cool. And I think it's amazing that he's sharing this with the community at the library. And yeah. People need know? to get in here and look up. Did you know that he's a really good harmonica player too? Really? Yep. Yeah, he is. That's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, come in. It's right above our computers. And and I think it's really neat that we have this really beautiful, colorful, bright sculpture. And it's not in the kids' area. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you associate that stuff with children. And the fact that this is for adults to enjoy something that's just 
colorful and bright and beautiful and abstract. I, I'm just, I'm really excited. I can see it from my office window every day. And it just brings me joy. Good, um, good. So come in and check that out. And then uh, I'd like to do two quick reminders. One is that it is still September, which means you still have the chance to come in and get a library card and a chance to win $20 to the Lincoln Perk. And if you bring in a friend, a child, your great uncle Luddy, um, that you will be entered to win $15 to the perk if that friend, child, or Uncle Luddy signs up for a new library card. And then um, the other reminder is that don't forget you too can use this podcasting equipment. Um, I'd like to encourage community members that if you have something to say to add your voice to the community and Rusty and Susan are doing such a wonderful, beautiful job. I think it's really illustrative of the potential of this equipment and what we can do as a community to have our voices heard. So that's what's going on at the library, Wednesday Wigglers and after school programming and a new sculpture and a so book club. Much, so much <laughs> going on here. I love to see the place this busy. It's yeah. awesome. And it, we're, we're really thriving and we're pushing as hard as we can. I, I can't say enough wonderful things about my staff right now. They have just been working so hard. We've been shorthanded. We're onboarding a new person. Um, and and I just I can't say enough wonderful things about my staff that are able to to keep the library running the way that it does because boy howdy they they work their tails off They're for this great. community. I think that's why it's the hub of the community. It is indeed. I like it. I like it. <laughs> well, Thanks, okay, Jackie. So a lot of stuff still going on with the library. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. It's in the world of sports, it's a little different. I mean, I did some research in that. Everything seems to be on the road this week. Okay. So we're on the road. A lot on the road. So many people will be loading up and following those teams. That's true. Those who stay um, home could listen on Swather Sports Network. Uh, not, oh, not on the road. Not on not the road. On the road. I get road. a little mixed up it's about okay. that. Sorry. Okay, no. Maybe one day. But they definitely need to come by the library and see the sculpture. Mm -hmm. They need to get out over the weekend and attend the corral. The corral. Mm -hmm. Get registered for the Monica Mosey. Yeah. Put your sunscreen on. Yeah. Absolutely. It's 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 a happening time. It is. It's a happening time. Maybe we can even get a little more rain. <laughs> I'd like to see some. It usually rains during the fair. We've had that fair rain fair related rain over the weekend i'd like to see the the temperature break too that usually happens over the state fair week so yep. we'd like to see that happen so we have you heard rain. it here guys yeah uh, which is we are not meteorologists ever but you did tell us to look at that sta space station yes. so that's more scientific than i would ever be yeah I, like i said i get that update on my phone it's kind of really cool to go check it out it it's moving you can actually go on the, you can look it up on youtube and see what they they're seeing looking mm -hmm. down I would like to add that Heston Public Library does have a small telescope if you'd like to get a closer look oh. at it. <sighs> and fishing poles because we were talking about fishing That's earlier. Right. Well, what? we've come full circle. We we're have. Just full circle. Here we go. At the library. At the library. At the library. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a lot of fun. I think has. next week we're going to have Zach Fry's coming to talk a little bit all things golf. I think maybe even Kelsey Loudenstock is going to stop by. She's going to come by and give a little bit of an update on some things at the rec, kind of get you guys up to speed with what's happening um, from their point of view with the right. um, Home Sweet Heston weekend. Yeah, there'll be yeah, a lot so going Kelsey on. Kelsey Lautenzock and Zach Fry coming on. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff. Hey, if you want to email us, please do. HestonPodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. And I believe that's probably it for us. So Thanks, this Rusty. has been... 
the weekly walkthrough H Town coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lyme, I'm Rusty Witcher, and we'll talk to you guys next week.